Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Thoughts by DeVille Di, the podcast. Hope everybody's doing well today. I am, man, getting ready going to this Memorial Day weekend. Y'all got any plans for the weekend? I don't. Maybe I'll do something. Maybe I won't. As always, I might fire up the grill because that is one of my favorite things to do, especially seeing that I have uh, a, a gang of Angus, ground Angus beef. Um, no, not Angus beef, bison, ground bison that I have stored in my refrigerator. And this is one of my favorite meats to eat. So I may fire up that grill and throw me some uh, bison on there. Angus was last week. But today, today the topic I want to talk about money a little bit because I've been having a lot of conversations about money with, um, you know, friends and coworkers and whatever lately. And there is this, you know, in this new enlightened generation or world or society that we have today, you have so many people uh, preaching to you the get rich quick schemes and the everybody can be a millionaire and so on and so forth and then of course you have the opposite of that there's always an equal opposite to everything and so you have the other people on the other side telling you that how money isn't everything and money isn't important but uh, that's something i might have to disagree with i think money is pretty important i think if you were to put or do a scale of things that are important money will probably be right up under food or maybe even before food why you need money to get food in this day and age uh, most people aren't going out and farming and growing their own crops and killing their own dinners we have to go to the grocery store you need money for your residence you need money to uh, be able to move about travel and when i say travel i'm not talking about vacations or trips out of the country i'm talking about to get from point a to b to get to the grocery store to get that food you need a way to get there whether it's on the buses in the uber or however you get there you need a way to move around now money and happiness i do agree and i will say that money and happiness are not things that go hand in hand even though money does make me happy money is not the ultimate root or source of my happiness but you know what money is a root and source of freedom absolutely money equals freedom one of the uh, breakthroughs that i had the other day riding to work in my car and i had my i didn't have anything going i was just listening to myself think if that makes sense but um, i'm just in my thoughts i'm riding in silence and what i realized was um that I was in. A, I'm in a position at this point to say something happened to where I was unemployed. I lost my job or something. I wouldn't be in a panic mode, but it wasn't always like that. And the reason why I wouldn't be in the panic mode because at this point I have accumulated enough to be able to say, okay, well, 
I'm good for now. Now, no, I can't just sit around for years without working. But if, if something was to happen tomorrow and I would be unemployed, I would definitely be able to make it for a while without any worries and you know until i found something else to do and that's something that my sister always taught me she was like you should have everybody should try to accumulate at least six months six to eight months of you know their um their their uh what was it it wasn't like the, it was like your house note or something like that you should be able to put together six months worth of bills or six months worth of house notes or something like that she used to say but i didn't get it at the time well i got it but i didn't pay it much attention because i just couldn't do it i wasn't able to and you know there's a lot of people that aren't so i was just reflecting in that moment of like dang i'm at that point now where i could do that and that equals freedom because there's a lot of people that are stuck in jobs and careers situations living arrangements and things even relationships that they don't want to be in and one of the reasons why they're stuck is they can't afford to move on they can't quit that job they can't move out of that house they can't break off their relationship because they can't afford to move on and live on on their own so they don't have the freedom to move about how they want to and what would grant them that freedom would be you know a better financial situation there are people out there with genius level ideas and you know could 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 put together you know million dollar corporation million dollar uh, a business plan or whatever however you want to call it but the thing that's holding them back is they're not financially able to do those things with you know and they do have you know the kickstarters and the gofundme and things like that but then you start having to depend on others in order to make that move that you want to make so while it while money isn't the greatest thing in the world you know of course you got the people uh they're gonna say well what about what about god well where does god fall into that I mean that depends on your side of the but side of the bench that you sit on, but either way, um, you know, even if you if you are a believer and you believe that that um, the Most High will always make a way and provide for you, even in in the scriptures it tells you that faith without works is dead. So you're still gonna have to find a way to get up and get out there and get some money in your hands. Think about how much. Um, how how much money influences what was that oh, get that out of here making all the noises while i'm trying to work but think about all the, the the marriages and even family relationships like families fall out about money people get divorced about money yeah it is it's we can't just dismiss it and get into that whole trying to be our higher selves to the point where we want to deny the importance of being financially stable that's like the, the people that i've noticed that tend to really push you know how that money isn't everything or money isn't that having money is not that big deal are people who already have it and people who don't have it a lot of times people who don't have it will say it because it makes them feel better let's be honest 
makes them feel better when they can say, well, you know, money isn't everything. I don't have this and I don't have that, but money isn't everything. I got love. I got my family, but try to pay your mortgage with that love <laughs> and that respect that your family gives you. And people who have it, to them, is not a big deal because they have it, you know, already. It's like, it's like if you had a closet full of shoes, you wouldn't think shoes were that big a deal. It's like, oh, they're just shoes. But when you only had, when you were like me and you grew up and you got a pair of shoes at the beginning of the school year, and then you possibly got another pair around Christmas time, around that Christmas break when income tax season hit, shoes would be a whole lot more important to you. Growing up, shoes was a big deal to me. I had to make sure that mine were maintained. I kept them clean and everything like that because I knew I was only going to get two pair of shoes that year. Those two pair of shoes had to last me that entire school year. Now, now as an adult, I have shoes that I have. I, I, <laughs> I actually had a pair of sneakers that I've had for like three years that I end up turning into my gym shoes. I probably wore them shoes in a span of three years. I may have wore those shoes ten times altogether until I start wearing them to the gym. Same thing when it comes to money. When you have an excess amount of it, it's like, okay, whatever. This isn't that big a deal. But especially for the people I feel like that are kind of in that middle area, that middle ground where... They're doing better than some people financially, but they're not doing, you know, they're kind of, I guess, kind of that middle class level is what I'm looking at. It's, it's like it gets real important because, you know, you're right there at the verge of being able to have that financial freedom to start a business or buy a home or maybe you already have a home, but you want to get a rental property or you want to, you know, take some nice vacation or whatever buy a new car it doesn't matter but maybe you're right there on that verge and it's like uh if i had it, I, I wish i had just a little bit more money and then i'd be able to really make some things happen well we're gonna continue this conversation right after this break <laughs> Now that we have established it, it is money is definitely more important than a lot of people are willing to recognize at this point in time for whatever the reason may be. Uh, let's think about why a lot of us don't have it or don't have as much as uh, we think we should have. And I'm going to hit you with a hard, uh, well, it'll be a hard realization for some people is that you have more or you had more than what you really recognize or what you think you did. You just kept didn't keep any of it. You spent every last pick penny, nickel, and dime. See, there was a point where, uh, as I always talk about during my struggling days, I was doing real bad. So what happened was I learned to function um on a very 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 small amounts of money i learned to be able to pay the, my bills feed myself and even squeeze in a little bit of entertainment with the little couple of dollars that i had even though that that entertainment um went from being going to the movies t 
to you know something like getting uh hitting up the red box and renting a movie or getting a a bootleg movie from one of my partners three bucks he's selling movies for three bucks get a bootleg movie have a movie night at the house or you know back when netflix used to use could get movies sent to the house from netflix and i started to incorporate those type of things like it was a time where that was all that i had from netflix was the movies that they send to you because i didn't have internet so i couldn't stream anything i had to get the movie sent directly to my house so i learned to live on a very very small amount of money and what helped me to be able to build myself up financially was as as i started to you know uh climb the ladder and get a got a better better paying job better benefits and things like that i started to i still had that mentality of you know uh functioning and living as if i didn't have that money i, I had learned to live that way and then so after a while you know it kind of hit me that i had a little bit and i was like you know what i'm gonna have some fun and that hurt me in uh, financially because you know i started doing things like going to the bar, going to bars going to clubs spending that excess extra money and then one day i sat down and looked at myself and i was like dang do you realize if you hadn't did this that and the other you would have this much money to do whatever it is i was trying to do with that i didn't have the money to do it at the time so what i did was i readjusted my thinking and i went back to not living exactly the way i did before but you know i just minimized a lot of things i cut out a lot of extra stuff that i deemed unnecessary in order to stack that bread one of my practices that i used to do was like let's say i'm gonna use small numbers so it's be easy for me to keep up with let's say um after i paid i paid everything i paid rent car note insurance health insurance cell phone you know took care of whatever my daughter's needs was let's say i had 200 bucks left what i would do was say okay well i only have a hundred dollars i keep telling myself that i only had a hundred dollars and that other hundred dollars i was saving so i tell myself i only have a hundred dollars i only had a hundred dollars so then when the next week would roll around and i take care of all of my needs and then whatever i was left with outside of that hundred i say okay well this time i'm banking i'm banking i, I have 300 left this time so i'm gonna bank 200 and live off of this hundred until the next week so i only got a hundred dollars i only got a hundred dollars or maybe i say i had i'm gonna bank one i'm gonna keep two to, you know groceries and all that type of stuff you know just a little extra food and snacks i might want to buy i'm gonna keep 200 this time so now i have 200 saved and i have 200 that i'm willing to spend and i'll just keep repeating that process and you know there was a time where i might hit a spell where i have to dip into that 200 that i was telling myself i didn't have the whole time but what i would do would i make uh, make myself pay myself back that extra whatever i spent 50 bucks out of that 100 took it down to 150 so then that next week when i pay i place that 50 back to get it back to 200 and then i put another 100 with it to make it 300 and i just kept repeating that process and how i knew it was working was one day i was walking around 
and I, I I had did this practice so much that I had really just came oblivious to the extra, you know, past what I was telling myself that I had. And so I think it was like eighty nine dollars I had, and it was early in the week. It was like Saturday or Sunday or something like that, because I normally get paid on like Thursday, so it was like a Saturday. So I got a ways to go, and I'm like, dang, I only got eighty bucks. And I think I, like, still needed groceries or something like that. You know, if something happened, I think my car might have broke down. Something happened that hit me hard. So I was like, ugh. And I was trying to figure out how I was going to do it and how I was going to make this work. And then, for whatever reason, I opened up my bank account. And I realized, wait, <laughs> you really, you got way more than 80 bucks in the bank. But I had conditioned myself and told myself that so much to it was to the point where I, I tricked myself into believing that that's all I had because you know that's how I was rationing it out and it worked for me may not work for me may sound stupid to you but it worked for me but the point that I'm trying to emphasize to people period is just that you have most of you have most of us have access to more money than we think we do it's just the habits that we built up, the spending habits that we built up, the vices that we have. You know, you want to, you know, you want to drink a little bit. You want to do, you know, go to the club, whatever it is that you want to do, that you like, that you do for recreation. Those are the things that are really siphoning the money uh, away from you that you could be using for something else. Like, did you really need to go to, <laughs> did you really need to go to freaking wherever Puerto Rico last month for no reason other than you want to go to Puerto Rico you probably could have cut that out and that was x amount of whatever thousand or that you spent it you could have had to do something else but you chose to go to Puerto Rico instead now I'm not telling you that that you should uh not do things <laughs> that you enjoy doing but a lot of times unless you have hit it doesn't matter how many, how much money you have. At the end of the day, what it really comes down to is which one are you going to value more? The, the experiences or the cash? Because a lot of times you can't really have both. But you can build yourself to a point where you can invest in things and, and um, make moves that will that'll pay for your recreation, you know, asset that'll pay for that recreation versus you paying for it like dj envy says all the time <laughs> he'll when he buys a new car his properties that he owned paid for that car he didn't pay for that car out of pocket the profits that are coming in from the properties those rental properties that he has paid for that um paid for that car and a lot of us want to make those type of moves but we're not willing to sacrifice the pleasures that we can get for the short term to get to that long-term goal that we have so that is the discipline for today discipline yourself enough to realize what is it that you want to do and what are you going to value more you're going to value that short-term happiness that short those short-term um uh, uh experiences over that long-term goal of being financially stable and if you are then that's fine but just don't complain about it because you're making that choice 
because you could always cut some of that stuff out and it'll help you out in the long run take this information and use it however you want but remember to be the reason somebody's motivated to masturbate today either way you made a difference my friend i get you a good breakfast you're gonna need it while you're out here getting shit done thank you for tuning in to the vldi thoughts by the vldi the podcast i appreciate each and every last one of y'all there will be another episode of growing up to vldi release uh tomorrow probably most likely if not it'll be there soon <laughs> Y'all tune in again, man. Thank y'all. Love y'all. I'm out. Peace.